opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to In the Kitchen with Courtney and Carrie. This is Sunday, March 20th, 2022, and we will be cooking meatballs in the Instapot tonight. So just a few little reminders. Please keep this room safe, welcoming, and respectful. Remember, we are streaming on ACB Media. So we want to thank everyone in ACB Media land for joining us tonight. Uh, I will turn it over to our host, Desi. She will give you the commands on how to mute and unmute and raise hands. And then she will turn it over to Carrie, who will be cooking tonight. So Desi, it's yours. Thanks, Courtney. It's a pleasure to be here as your host. Remember that these meetings are being recorded for everyone's safety and security. So if you come into the room and you don't tab to the got it button, you will not be able to unmute later. So please don't forget to do that. If you would like to raise your hand on your personal computer, you will use Alt-Y. If you would like to mute and unmute, you will use Alt-A. If you are on a Mac, you will use Option-Y to raise your hand, and you will use Command-Shift-A to mute and unmute. If you are on an iDevice or an Android phone, you will use the option for raised hand under the More tab at the lower right-hand corner of your screen. And if you are wanting to mute and unmute on your phone, you will use the button in the lower left-hand corner that will say mute or unmute, depending on which status you have at the moment. If you're on a regular standard push-button phone of any type, you will use star nine, to raise your hand and star six to mute and unmute. Take it away, Carrie. Well, Desi, thank you so much for those commands. We really appreciate it. So Courtney and I are very excited to do um, our show tonight. Tonight, we're going to make meatballs in the Instapot. But there's a little caveat tonight. It's a little different. I have two very, very special guests who are in my kitchen with me. They are Jennifer Weir and her husband, Greg Weir. And they are both sighted. They were friends of mine before I lost my eyesight. And they're still friends even when I have no eyesight. So bless their little hearts. They have done more for me than I can ever repay. And before I get too emotional and cry about it, I'm going to introduce you to Greg. This is Greg's recipe. Greg found this. And from what I understand, this recipe has become quite popular in Greg's world at home and at work. Is that correct, Greg? That is definitely correct. The, uh, a lot of the guys I work with rave about it. And I'm constantly asked to make it for any kind of uh, uh, retirement ceremony or uh, holiday gathering that we have at work. So this recipe, we ran through it a few times, and it seems actually pretty easy, Greg. I mean, it's it's a lot of good flavors, but it's easy to put together. Is that correct? Yes. Um, I I even myself, as a sighted person, line them up in order just to make it easier when I when I go to pour. The, ingredients into the pot or the bowl or whatever i just have them lined up makes it a lot easier because i'm a very forgetful person that's okay so am i we're good 
So now, Greg, let's get started on this recipe. So the first thing is this Instapot. It's a little intimidating to me because it seems like it's a beast of a machine, but you really have walked me through it. It's not. Well, this is a this is an Instapot that is not it's designed for a sighted person. Um, fortunately, Instapot does make one for the blind and the visually impaired. I believe it's the Duo or the Lex models, which is Bluetooth controlled. So you can use it from your phone with voiceover like you do with your Apple. Uh, Etc. Um, so I don't know how easy a normal Instapot would be for somebody. I guess if you learned where all the buttons were at, it would be easy. Right. So um, we could put bump counts on this flat panel, or we can use our Bluetooth and use it through the accessibility, and it'll be really pretty easy once we once we learn the buttons. Oh yes, absolutely. Once you learn the buttons on, like I said, this is the top of the line one. You know, I usually buy top of the line. It irritates my wife, but so I have uh, four eight. 10, 12, 14, 16, 17, 18 buttons on here. Okay, now, Greg, this thing's beeping at us. And what is that telling us? It's telling me that the saute has preheated. So what we're going to do is I'm going to put it, start with the first ingredient. We're going to lay in a little bit of uh, olive oil in the bottom of the Instant Pot. Okay, now, how much olive oil do we normally put we in this? We're going to use one tablespoon. Okay, so we're going to add the one tablespoon into directly into the Instant Pot. And so this is actually the sauce part of it. We're not yes. actually making the meatballs yet. We're just doing the sauce. We are making the sauce. Um, so we'll give that a few seconds. It's already warmed up on the saute setting. So this thing is extremely hot. So please be careful. I'm even careful because it will leave quite a mark on you if you happen to touch the wrong thing. Okay. So the inside of the pot is actually, I felt it when it was cool. It's like a stainless steel. Stainless steel, correct. Okay. So great. So now my saute's on, and I'm going to go ahead and add in my next ingredient, which is one cup of diced onions. These are yellow onions. Yep. So we're going to add those in, and once you I add this in, you, you're going to start hearing it sizzle. Okay. So what I want to do is I want to instantly start stirring that around constantly. Okay, so you're going to use a wooden spoon so you don't scratch up the surface, right? Correct. We want to we want to stir those onions up and get them involved, all involved in that olive oil, and you're going to start within about thirty seconds. You just smell that onion. Oh, oh. I love onions. I used to hate them. So on the onions, you know, we used the fresh onion, and thanks to his sous chef Jennifer, she chopped up the onion for him. But you can also use the frozen bag chopped onions as a shortcut. I find that pretty pretty uh, easy myself, but I do love a fresh onion myself. So we're going to, so we've added the olive oil, we're sauteing the onions. So what we're going to do is we're going to like caramelize them a little bit. Not caramelize. Okay. We're basically sauteing the onions to bring out that flavor. Okay. The uh, olive oil is what's going to stop it from burning. So I'm starting to smell the onions. Oh yeah, doesn't that smell great? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we're going to saute these for four minutes, so roughly. Uh, once that's done, we're going to throw in our next ingredient. Okay. So we have about four minutes. Greg, do you want to take some calls if there's some hands out there? Sure. Okay, Desi, are there any hands out there? Not yet. I'm not seeing any okay. right now. Well, okay. I do have one question. I just didn't get my hand raised. <laughs> so well, sure, Courtney, what you got? I'm one of these. Um, I refuse to get an Instapot just on principle. So can this be done on the stovetop or in the oven? 
it can be done. Um, of course, obviously, with the Instant Product, it's a lot quicker. Right. So I don't know exactly off the top of my head how long we would do it in the uh, in a pot on the stove or uh-huh. in the oven. Um, I, but I guarantee you could probably find a recipe for the oven or the pot and, and use the, the minutes it takes to cook the meat as a guideline. Um, I've manipulated this recipe many times for Instapot, so I'm sure uh-huh. you could do the same with the stove or the oven recipe. I would be glad to get that information to Carrie if, if she could pass it on to you about what I find. That'd be great. So now, yeah, I'm, go ahead. Sorry, Courtney. Um, so I have a meatball recipe that I go by, and um, it's similar to this one. I mean, you just the it doesn't have a sauce because it has all kinds of different sauces. It's, anyway, and I know I cook my meatballs for about an hour at four hundred. Sounds about right. Okay, I didn't want to say That's that correct. without knowing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, now, Greg, is it time to, to add to our adding some more stuff or what? Oh, or uh, yeah, we're going to saute this for about another 30, 40 seconds. And then we're going to grab our next ingredient at that point, which is going to be some garlic. And I, I prefer to use the minced garlic. And it's a, about a tablespoon of it. We're going to throw that in here when I'm done sauteing the onions. So, but you can take a fresh um, clove of garlic and chop it up if you want. If, if you... If, if it's in your pantry. You could, yes. But I, as Jennifer and I, we went shopping Friday for a lot of these ingredients. And this is a great big jar of minced onion or minced garlic. minced garlic. And once you open it, you put it in your refrigerator. So that way it's always ready. And it's it's already chopped. It's easy. I mean, talk about a shortcut. That's just the best way to go. Okay. So now we, we've sauteed the, uh, the appropriate time. I'm going to grab this uh, tablespoon of minced garlic here and dump it in. Oh yeah, starting to smell good. Okay, so now we got to be real careful not burn that garlic. Correct. So keep stirring it, and we're going to do this for about a minute. So while the garlic, minced garlic, is in there, you're going to your your pot, the bottom of your instant pot is going to start what they call uh, flaking, which is you're going to start getting burn spots. Um, We're going to take care of that in the next step. And it's very important that you scrape this stuff out for the future use of your Instapot. It will start giving you a uh, error code. Right. But when you're scraping that bottom, you're scraping flavor off of that bottom of that pot. Because that is excellent flavor for your meatballs and for your sauce. Correct. It's yeah. going to add flavor. And also, if you do not take care of the, the plates or the coating on the bottom of the pot over time, it will give you an error code on your Instapot saying that it's getting too hot because it's not able to dissipate the heat on the bottom of the uh, inside pot correctly. Oh, okay, great. Okay, so I think that garlic is pretty well. Yeah, you can smell it, can't you? Oh, I can smell yeah. it. Everybody in my apartment complex is going to be knocking on the door here in a minute, okay. guys. So I apologize for the noise. So right now, once we've done that, we're going to go ahead and cancel the Instapot and turn it off. Okay, we turn off the Instapot. Yeah. Okay, that's done. Okay. Now we're going to grab our broth, which is one cup of beef broth. And we're going to throw it in the Instant Pot. Oh, yeah. And now all the steaming went away because of the... Uh, oh, it cooled that down pretty cooled quick. Down pretty quick. Yes, ma'am. Okay, we'll just stir that around a little bit. And we're going to... This is where we're going to scrape the bottom with the spoon. So that's how you want to stir, just by scraping the bottom. Not doing stirs, but you taking your wooden spoon and giving it a good scrape to break that 
the burn off the bottom of the pot. Right. So we're going to do that until we, just for about a minute. You're not going to be, I can't even tell if it's off right now. So it's all by time and feel. So Greg, how many times do you think you've made this recipe since you discovered the Instapot and this recipe? Oh Lord, six, seven, eight times maybe. And that was in the first month. <laughs> so since then, probably 30 times. Wow. So have you made any modifications yourself? Have you figured out like you like less of this, more of that? I have, and it depends on uh, personal taste. Um, this, what we're going to use today calls for uh, a can of crushed tomatoes. I've actually substituted that with different types of Rotel also. Oh, yeah. Fire-roasted Rotel, medium, mild. And when I do it for work, I'll make different batches. Some people don't like spicy. Well, some of those older people, we can't handle spicy, Greg. We're getting old. Yeah, tell me about it. Huh? <laughs> I get heartburn now. Okay, so now we scrape that bottom up pretty good. We're going to add in one bay leaf at this point. We're just going to drop it in there. So Okay, so we just drop in one bay leaf. And drop it in the pot. And nothing else. Okay, I can handle that. Okay, and then we're going to grab some red pepper, and we're just going to do a pinch. Okay, so now this is going to spice it up a little bit, right? Yeah, that's... So this is you, where you've got to watch your level of spice. A pinch to me is probably a quarter teaspoon. Okay. Um, so I get your pinch out of your thing between your thumb and your forefinger, drop it in there. If you you can leave it out if you want. Yeah. It's not gonna hurt. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna stir that around a little bit, just get it mixed up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that's gonna sit. Now we gotta make our meatballs. Okay. So before we start the meatballs, Desi, do we have any hands? Let me check. Does not look like it. Okay, so I so what we did is I'm going to make the meatballs now, but we went ahead and pre-made some meatballs so that way when Greg's pot's ready, it'll be ready to go. So so I'm going to start with a half pound of pork, ground pork. And I'm just going to throw that in the bowl. And then I'm going to take a half pound of beef and I'm going to just throw that in the bowl. Right. And right. then I'm going to take my salt. Now, how much salt was this, Jennifer? Do you remember? That was that three quarters. Oh, three quarters. Of a uh, teaspoon. Teaspoon of salt. Okay. And then I'm going to add my black pepper. Black pepper. Half teaspoon. Half teaspoon. And then I'm going to add my egg, right? Crack one egg right into it. Okay, so now I crack directly into the bowl. I'm pretty confident on my egg cracking. But if you'd like to do it in a separate bowl, you know, and then do it, that's that's up to you. And that's great. You know, just build that confidence that you can do it, okay? So now I'm going to go to my next ingredient. Quarter cup of Parmesan cheese. I use the dried. Uh, you can use fresh if you wanted to. I, that's one thing I've been wanting to do is try and do it with fresh. That may be what I'll do for the next time. Okay, well, I, I can't wait to try that one. So then after we do that, then we're going to add the... The minced garlic. The minced garlic. And that's going to be another tablespoon. Are you sure we can't put like two or three in there? <laughs> you can do it however you like. Girl, you know, I like my garlic. Holy cow. Okay. And then after we've done the garlic, we're going to add the breadcrumbs. Yes. We're going to add a quarter cup of breadcrumbs. That's, of course, obviously going to help hold the meatballs together Perfect. along with the egg. And then on the next and final ingredient for the meatballs, you, we're going to put some parsley in there. 
Now, if you want to use dried parsley, which we are, we're going to use one tablespoon. If you want to use fresh, you're going to use three tablespoons. And then you're just going to mix all that together for two or three minutes. Make sure we get all those ingredients mixed together and into, into the meat. Well, you were giving me a hard time earlier on the ones we pre-made. You kept telling me to mix it up so that way one part of the meatball doesn't have all parsley or and the other part just has all eggs. So I'm I'm that's right. I'm kneading this a little bit. Knead it like you would dough. Perfect. So right now, <coughs> I with my with my best tools of the kitchen, my hands, I'm I have my hands in the bowl and I'm mixing up all the ingredients. I'm kind of doing a smooshing technique. As I mean, that's a real technical term here in the kitchen. But, you know, you just kind of work it down, pull it apart, put it back together. And that way everything gets mixed evenly. And then you can feel that this thing, when you pull, when you pick it up, it's like the size of a big softball. About, yeah, about the size of a softball. Yeah. And so what I kind of do is I kind of roll it around the inside of the bowl to pick up any extras. Yep. Because the moisture of this recipe you will find that you'll find little bits on the bottom of your bowl. So I just kind of incorporate those myself. So I am feeling a lot of meat, obviously, and I'm feeling a little bit of grit, which would be the breadcrumbs, right? Yep. Breadcrumbs, oh. the Parmesan. Yeah. Now I noticed there, you know, this has a lot of salt in it because you have kosher salt and then you also have the pork product. Yep. So, but it's not a salty recipe, right? Not at all. Okay. Not one bit. Okay. You actually, what you're really going to taste in the end, in, in the mixture that you're going to pour over the meatballs, you're going to taste the basil, which we'll be putting in at the very end. Okay. And you'll definitely taste the parsley. So. Okay. Now, I feel like I have this pretty well in a big ball all mixed together. So, Greg had a tip for me. He said, hey, Carrie, grab your quarter cup. And use that as kind of a guide to how to make your meatballs. Yes, they'll come out perfect size. Okay, so I'm going to take my quarter cup and I'm just going to gently, Greg yes. said, do not pack it. He kind of, you know, reintegrated that a few times to me, not to yes. pack it in there. Don't pack it in there. Just use the uh, the size of the quarter cup just to give you an idea of how much. Once you get that, roll it into a small, they come out about a little bit bigger than a golf ball. Okay, so I expect nine to... Nine to ten. Nine to ten. Meatballs. Okay. So that's good. Okay, Desi, do we have any hands at this point? Uh, not presently. Okay. You guys are explaining this so well, nobody needs to ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, this Instapot app, I was very intimidated by it, but, you know, Greg came over earlier today, and we went over it, and... It has really kind of changed my mind, you know. I really think I'm going to like this kind of Instapot thing. Or I can just call Chef Greggy Flay and order these, correct? You can. I will gladly make them for you. <laughs> You'll just have to pick them up. Oh. <laughs> well, let me drive over there, yeah. okay? <laughs> or you can make your uh, chicken. Chicken pot pie. Okay, we do have we do have one hand right now, Joanne Lowry. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's take it. You can unmute, ma'am. Okay, hello, hello. Is this Joanne? Uh, hi, how are you doing, Carrie? Oh, are are you being the fire marshal tonight? Yeah. Well, I have a question. What is the difference between an instapot and a pressure cooker? Okay, that's that's a good question. Nothing. Um, it's the 
same difference between the adhesive bandage and a Band-Aid. Instant Pot is the brand name, but it's pretty much taken over like the name Band-Aid has. Or okay. Vaseline for petroleum jelly. All right. Then I can right. use this same recipe in my pressure cooker. Correct. <laughs> okay. I yeah, always wondered what the difference was. Yeah. Instant Pot is the brand name. Oh, okay. And it's an instant pot pressure cooker. So you can you may have a Sunbeam pressure cooker or another company. Yeah. Name. But instant yeah. pot is taken over. It's, it's pretty much what they call pressure cookers now. That's just the most. Jillian. Oh, I'm sorry, Greg. Go ahead. I'm just saying this is the most common brand out there. So. Okay. Yeah. If you're if you you know have a pressure cooker that's on your stove, the big difference is one has a cord, one doesn't. Oh, I have a cord. Oh, I you've got a corded like one. Stove top ones. They yeah. make me okay. nervous. <laughs> yeah, I understand. And and I didn't like the one I could see, so I definitely don't want one now. <laughs> yeah, understand. <laughs> All right. I, thanks, Joanne. I wanted to give a tip Thank about you. the um the bay leaf because you know as a sighted person, you know you can see to fish it out. As a blind person, you can't really see the fish it out. And that, that is very true. Um, I apologize for that. Um, no. So I have a tip that I learned from uh, Dale Campbell on Cooking in the Dark. So I'll give him a shout out there. Use a tea ball. So you just open it. It's a little mesh ball. And you just open it up. Put your bay leaf or however many bay leaves you're going to use. Put that in there. Close it back up. Drop it in your sauce and let it do its work. And when it's time to fish it out, you can fish out the tea ball a lot better. Yes, absolutely. That is a great idea. To I like that. And I'm, I'm not going to take credit for it because I got it from Dale. Um, <laughs> and also, Greg, I'm just going to tell you a tablespoon of garlic. That's just enough to make me mad. <laughs> <laughs> when you said a tablespoon, I thought, that's all? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like in the basil at the end. I my wife wants me to put twice as much basil in it than I do, but when she when I'm making it for her, she gets as much basil as she wants because she's the boss. Uh, good. I'm glad you realized that. <laughs> okay, so okay. So I think we are we at the point of putting these meatballs in here, Greg? Or yeah, we, yeah. How do we do this now? Um, just grab you some tongs, or you know, if you wash your hands, you can pick I them up. I wash my hand. hands, but. Okay. I would use some tongs since it's a little hot and you don't want to accidentally go put your hand down in the liquid. Yeah, and I'm not going to do that. So okay. you just grab some tongs and grab one meatball at a time. Try not to stack them on top of each other. Okay, so we're going to... meatballs are in there. Oh, so you took the tongs and you put the meatballs in there. Yes, okay. and I layered them on the bottom. So we're going to do one single layer, no stacking. You, it will not, it's not the end of the world if you have to stack it. But I have a larger one, so I do not stack them. I layer them on the bottom. Okay, so you have the eight quart. Correct. So therefore, you have a lot of surface area. Yes, I could probably put another five or six in there without okay. layering. So if somebody like me, a single person, I can I can probably order a six quart, and that would be very sufficient for a very single. sufficient. Okay, yes. so for one or two people, you can probably go there. Correct. But in your guys, in your world, you went with the bigger pot because a lot of times you're cooking for a lot of people. Sometimes. Correct. Okay. Well, that's perfect. Okay. So Correct. now we should, I'm sorry, what? We do have one hand. Okay. Let's take that hand. Okay. Diane Horms, go ahead. 
Um, can you use um, min? Let's see, onion flakes or minced onions instead of real onions? Yes, but I would. I will change the flavor. I would stick primarily. You can. It makes it easier for you. And even when I get lazy, I'll go um, from Walmart or Kroger's and buy the pre-cut diced onions just because I don't feel like chopping them all up. So we have lots of options. We, yeah. can, we can cut up a fresh onion. We can buy pre-cut onions. Mm. We can buy the frozen onions. Or we can use some onion flakes. Or we can actually just use onion powder. I, but it, the onion powder and the onion flakes are definitely going to change the whole flavor of this recipe. Yeah, I would use those as a last resort. Okay. If you decide okay. you're making these potatoes and all or meatballs and then all of a sudden you realize, oh, I don't have a diced onion. That's your last resort. Okay. It will change the flavor of it. But you, Then before you put them in the oil, should you put uh, mix them in water first to get them kind of wet? If you're doing the flake, uh, the onion flakes, I yeah. would probably hydrate those. Yes. Yes, because they will burn. Yeah, and I, oh. and I would actually probably reduce that time of cooking, too, because they are a lot thinner. They're like right. paper. And they will burn yeah. extremely yeah. Okay. fast. So that's a last resort. Yeah, so I was thinking it was a last resort. Yes. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah, great question. All right, Desi, do we have any other hands? We do not. Okay, so now, now Greg, do you have the meatballs in there? And I now, do. Now, how long are we going to cook these in this, in this Instapot? We're going to do a uh, normal pressure. Okay. And we're going to put the lid on it. Mm -hmm. Got it. I'll have you do that for me, dear. Okay. Okay. I'm going to put the lid on this thing. Now, this thing has a plastic lid where I can feel the grip of my hand, like a hand grip. Okay. So I'm going to put it on the pot and I'm going to turn it so I hear a noise. Is that correct? Yeah. Did you guys hear that noise? It kind of made a little twilling sound. So that's how I know it's in locked position. Correct. Okay, so now from here, I'm going to. You want it on the back of the pop behind the handle. You've got a lever that you want to turn clockwise, but then that'll be the venting. Okay. Because it'll never pressurize if we're, not, if we're in the release. Okay. Release so I, I turned it clockwise. Yeah. So I'm in, I'm, that's your venting. Okay. Or sealing, I should say. I'm venting. I always yeah. vent. You vent on me all the time. <laughs> yes, I do, Greg. <laughs> so we're sealed. And now we're going to turn our Instapot on. Okay. Now. On the front of it is a flat panel. And like I said, we could add bump dots or we can go Wi-Fi. But today I'm going to use Greg's. And so he's going to tell me that I'm on the bottom row. Correct? Yes, bottom row, all the way to the right. All the way to the right. And I'm going to hit saute or pressure. 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 So it beat that. That means it turned on. Okay. And then once there's no touching, it hasn't received any more commands, it will go into cooking mode. Okay. So we're not. And then you're going to hear it here in a second. Okay, so we're going to. There it went. It's now on and it's pressurizing. It does take five, six minutes to come to pressure. Okay, so so we're building up pressure, and then once that pressure starts, then the cooking time starts. Correct. Okay. See, this is where I'm getting confused on some of these instapots. I was like, oh, I just thought I'd throw it in there and it'd go, but you really have to build that pressure up. Correct. Now this is where the the instapot model that's designed for the visually impaired and the blind will come in great help mm -hmm. because with the with the model i have you're not going to know that it's pressurized unless you stick your hand up here feeling for that red dot that pops up okay right. you don't want to do that because it's right next to the vent release right and then i'll have the scorched hand then i'll really yell at you yes uh-huh so with the 
Instapod designed for the visually impaired and the blind, your app will tell you that it's ready. That's perfect. Yes. That is, that is so, that is so helpful. Yes. So it's going to pressurize and it, you'll start seeing steam. Well, you'll, you'll, hearing, hear, you'll hear, you'll hear the steam, steam yeah. coming out as it's uh, pressurizing. Okay. Well, while we're pressurizing, we'll take any hands if there are any hands out there. There do not seem. Nope. Okay. And no, so, in, in, you know, just what I've been reading on some emails and all that the Wi-Fi model has been hard to come by. And just a tip, if you still are interested in getting an Instapot and you can't find the Wi-Fi model, just remember, you can always call sighted assistance. So you have Ira, you have Be My Eyes, or you have the phone a friend, <laughs> you know, uh, if you have an iPhone, you can do FaceTime or if you have Facebook, you know, you can do, um, you know, a FaceTime video chat with somebody through Facebook as well. And I'm sure there are other video messaging apps, but just keep that in mind when you're looking for an Instapot. If you cannot find the Wi-Fi version, then, you know, you can still use the Instapot and just ask for assistance. And I also want to go ahead and plug... Um, Small appliance cooking, uh, I think the call is, it's electric. It's every other Wednesday. It's opposite of the recipe call that Sheila does. And um, they talk about all kinds of different small appliances. And I know Jenny Johnson, the facilitator of that call, she is a huge Instapot user. So I just want to plug that call for Jenny. Absolutely. And, you know, and that's the best thing about this whole ACB you know, community, you know, because like tonight we're using the Instapot and then you can get on that call and you can ask more questions, you know, because she's going to be more the expert of it. You know, like I said, this is my first time in using one. So I was a little intimidated. But now that I'm past that, I'm, I'm thinking I can do this. Yeah, this Instapot I have, like I said, it's one of the, uh, the most advanced ones. It has 18 different buttons on the front. But to be honest with you, I use three buttons. There you go. And they're all on the bottom row. <laughs> Saute, pressure cook, and cancel. Okay, now I'm going to move my phone over because I'm hearing something. So that's that building of pressure that we're talking about, yes, right? You can hear the pressure start to build. Okay. Well, that's interesting. And so now, Greg, while it's building pressure, let's go back to your recipe. Okay. So basically, we have pork and we have beef. Now, there are going to be some people out there who can't have pork products. Sure. So we can substitute ground chicken. You can make ground turkey, chicken, turkey, beef. Uh, you could probably do some kind of like maybe even sausage if you were inclined to do that. Yeah, the the, the main thing to make these bait these uh, meatballs so delicious is the sauce. Mm -hmm. When it's in the instant pot, it's it's infused into the meat. Harry, so, Tor I'm sorry. Oh, excuse what? me. Tori has her hand raised. Okay, Tori, let's take your call. Hello. I just wanted to say, since you were saying about things you could substitute in the meatballs, you could also do diced mushrooms or lentils to do a meat-free option. Yes, absolutely. Turkey. Right. Um, so, you know, we can go vegetarian or we can even go vegan on this if we really mm -hmm. wanted to. Yep. But if we went vegan, how would we do the egg, then I wonder? That's um, going to be a well, question. That depends because... Um, sometimes you actually can leave the egg out 
But if you're wanting it because of making sure to bind those meatballs, then a small amount of uh, cornstarch in water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cornstarch will definitely help. Yeah, okay, so now, hold, I'm sorry, Tori, I'm going to interrupt you. Now, Greg, it pressurized. Now it's going to start the cooking time? Yes, it's pressurized. The, the red button for the sighted person has popped up. Okay. Uh, like I said, you don't want to reach back there trying to find this red button. Okay. Because it's right next to the... the uh, but, it, but, it, but it beeped at us, so that tells me also that it's ready. Yeah, that tells you it beeped, and now the timer has started. Okay. Four minutes. Okay, so do we need to have Echo do that? We can. Go ahead. Echo, set timer for four minutes. Starting now. By the way, an Amazon packet was delivered today. <laughs> All right, everybody knows my shopping habit now. Great. <laughs> I What'd can't you buy wait me? to see what they sent me. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Tori, I, I think that's a great idea. You know, because Jennifer and I, we just went out to dinner Friday night and we had mushrooms after mushrooms after mushrooms. Good oh, for you. Great. Just making noises. I'm bending it. So that's how you bent on Jennifer? <laughs> no, I. we were talking. I forgot to put the tomatoes in. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to let this release and then uh, we'll put the tomatoes back in along with the uh, parsley. So that makes me feel better because sometimes I forget ingredients too. And I'm like, well, how do I back out of this problem? So... This is great. So it takes a while to release the pressure and then we're going to add those tomatoes. So, but what I was saying about the mushroom, Jennifer and I are big mushroom eaters and we love it. And when Tori was saying that, I was thinking, hey, Jen, you yeah. wait, we're going to try this with mushrooms. <laughs> Thank you, Tori. My pleasure. All right, Desi, do we have any other hands? We do not. Just to let you know, what is it, six? 34 your time. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so what we'll do is do this release pressure. The chef had a uh, had his rear, his head somewhere. Uh, so once this uh, releases, which is almost done, I'm going to put the uh, one can of uh, 28 ounce can of crushed tomatoes in. And this is where I was talking earlier where you can, uh, you can play with the recipe you want, like the Rotel fire. Yeah. Roasted or the mild, the hot, any other tomato base. Right. So you could probably get like one. the tomato, the, the canned tomatoes and have like the Italian flavoring in them if you wanted to even do yes. that. You know? I, I have used those. Aldi has a brand like that. Yeah. And it was amazing, but I haven't been to Aldi lately to get any more. So, oh, okay. Well, but that is my favorite so far. Okay, well, I'm going to have to try that because, you know, again, when, when I get a recipe like from a friend of mine, I will always do it exactly the first time. And then after that, I start playing with it a little bit. So, so that pressure really goes from a high pitch to a low pitch. And then it makes that little twirling noise again. And then we know we can unlock it mm -hmm. and we can put our crushed tomatoes in there. But you said we just pour it in there. We don't stir it. Nope, just pour the whole thing in all over the meatballs. Or Anywhere, it doesn't matter. Okay. It's infused with the sauce that's already in there. Okay. And, and so then we're going to add in our, uh, our parsley, which is a, it's going to be a half a cup of uh, of the uh, fresh, or if you're going to use dried, which we are, we're going to use two tablespoons. Okay. So do not stir. 
You know I want to. <laughs> I know you're dying to. <laughs> okay, so we've locked. Okay, so we've locked the lid back down, and now we're going to repressurize. Yes, we're going to repressurize. Okay. And it shouldn't take long. Okay, so it'll build up the pressure, and then we'll start the cooking time. And the cooking time, once it starts, is what five minutes or four minutes? It's going to cook under pressure for four minutes, and uh, then what we're going to do once those four minutes are up, we're going to let it sit for five minutes. Okay. At the end of the five minutes, we'll vent. That's called a natural pressure release. A natural pressure release. Okay, so I probably should stop the echo timer that we started earlier. Yeah, that's the echo, idea. stop timer. Okay, perfect. All right. So, um, so Courtney, um, I think, um, you know, you did double duty for me while I was moving and it was much appreciated and you're always a great backup and bless your heart. You're the best. So oh, I well, thank you. So next week, I think I'm also going to cook again, and I'm also going to invite Jennifer again, because this is her recipe. Now, Jennifer, what's that salad called? Orange or orange meandering salad. And it has the candied almonds in it, mm. and we're going to candy those with the sugar, and then we're going to make a homemade salad dressing that goes with it. Is that right? Yes. Crazy. The first time I introduced it to Carrie, she wanted the recipe. And actually, this salad was the very first salad I ever made my husband 20 years ago. Oh, 20 years of happiness. And I still eat it to this day. Oh, my God. Well, I will say, yes, Jennifer did make the salad. And we were, I think we were at a pool party or something. Yeah. And we, I loved it. And then I threw a Friendsgiving and we did prime rib, which Greg helped me with. And Jennifer bought this salad, and I'm telling you guys, this salad is out of this world. And it is so easy, but it's so refreshing, and it's so time for the spring and summer to hit. And let's stop eating all the heavy foods now. <laughs> and it's real easy to take to a party because you can have everything separated and just mix it when you get there. Oh, that's a great tip. That is excellent. Okay, so now my husband might actually eat that salad. He loves mandarin oranges, so... See, this is a great way of getting, you know, your husbands or, you know, even your other, you know, other spouse, you know, whatever you want to say, you know, to eat more vegetables and more fruit. And then, um, Courtney, do we want to kind of let people know about Easter right now? Yes, yeah, so I'm just going to make a few little announcements. So um, if you would like tonight's recipe, if you are not subscribed to our email list, Send a blank email to acbcooks, the plus sign subscribe at groups.io, and that will get you subscribed. And this recipe will go out. I'll have it scheduled to go out tomorrow morning. If you need to contact Carrie or myself, you can email us at acbcooks at gmail.com. And uh, we will get back to you within 48 hours because I don't check it every day. Um, also. On April the 17th, that will be Easter Sunday. There will not be a in the kitchen with Courtney and Carrie call that week. I will be with in-laws and I think Carrie will be with outlaws. No, I'm kidding. I, <laughs> she I will don't be have with the outlaws family. anymore. So I, I will probably be with my, with my family. She'll be with her family. <laughs> and we want you to spend that time with your family. So you don't feel like you, you know, have to rush to get back to the call. But um, I, I know 
the next time I do the cooking call, I'm going to work on uh, making uh, a few pasta salads and maybe even some uh, other, you know, quick salads that you can just throw together for your Easter celebration or your next spring event. Awesome. That sounds delicious. I could always have a pasta salad. I love pasta salad. So Greg, are we cooking now? Or are we still pressurizing? We're pressurizing. We're going to run out of time because somebody made a mistake. Carrie, I told you not to do that. (laughs) 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 But anyway, uh, we'll just kind of move on towards the end here. So let's uh, let's keep an open mind here. We've pressurized. Once we were done, it's pressurizing to cook for four minutes. Mm -hmm. It's going to turn itself off. Okay. However, we're going to tell Alexa to set a five-minute timer. Okay. When that timer goes off, what we have to do is vent it because we're doing a natural pressure release for five minutes. Then we're going to instant vent it. This is very critical that you don't put your hands in the wrong spot. Okay. Because it's going to release the steam. Right. So what I do is I take my wooden spoon I was using and the outside of the pot will be warm. It will not be hot. Right. So you can put your hands on the pot. So, on the it's, so pot. it's a warm to touch. Yeah, warm to touch. Okay. And reach your hand to the back until you find the knob. And then you're going to turn it towards you, keeping your fingers on the side and not above, directly above the vent. Right. Okay. It will startle you because it's going to be an instant vent. Kind of Great. Like, Thank you, Greg, for scaring me. Yeah. I appreciate that. It will startle you the first time you ever do it. Now it's just nothing. <laughs> so you'll do that. Then it'll chime. Uh, it'll take about two or three minutes for it to release all okay. the pressure. And once it's done, the, the instant pot will make a sound, and that's when you can take the lid off and enjoy. Put them in a bowl, grab you a couple of meatballs, put them in a bowl, take you a serving spoon, reach down in there, get that some of that sauce and put it on top of it. Mm-hmm. More the merrier because of the flavor. Okay, so now we, we dump those tomatoes in. So with this kind of pressurize, this is going to break down those tomatoes is really what it's going to do, isn't it? Yes. So it's not like you're going to get a big, because I'm not a big tomato fan. Me you know? I actually hate tomatoes. Yeah. I mean, you order salad, take the tomatoes off. But, Correct. I but do not like tomatoes. But something like this, it breaks that tomato down. And you really are not eating a whole tomato or even a chunk of tomato. No, they're crushed to start off with. Right. So this even basically dissolves them into a, if there's any tomato left, it's going to be a little mushy, small piece, nothing to worry about. Like okay. Said, um, it's really for the infusion of the flavor into the meat. Okay. That's what really does it. Okay. Uh, so the acidity from those tomatoes really helps that, that flavor and also breaking down, um, you know, anything in that uh, meatball to give it flavor. Right. Okay. I hate tomatoes, but I love ketchup, pizza sauce, marinara. But don't, oh, you don't are, give me a sliced tomato. Don't, don't make me hug you right now, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> those are all the things I love too, but I'm, I'm just not a big tomato on a salad kind of girl. Yeah. So one last thing, because I know we're getting short. We got about six minutes, I believe. She said she had to leave at ten till. Uh, uh, when the, you're the, stream, done, the streaming has to yeah, stop, but okay. we could, but we can go to the top of the hour. Okay. So once you're done and you're full, you've ate all the meatballs, or you put them in the refrigerator. Um, if you take the sauce mm-hmm. after everything's cooled down, obviously, and you scoop it up into a bag and put it in your freezer. <gasps> The next time you have spaghetti, put that on it. Oh. You have a homemade spaghetti sauce left over from your meatballs and put that on top of your spaghetti. 
Did you hear that, Courtney? We've got another way of having sauce. Uh Oh, that sounds so good. Yum. I need to let you know that Herbie has his hand raised. Okay, Herbie. All right, guys. So these meatballs sound interesting, but I just want to thank you guys. I thought I was the only one who was strange that I did not like tomatoes on my salad. And I... You know, like, um, sorry, Carrie's husband, I didn't catch your name. No, but... no, 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 this is not my husband. No, okay. This is my, this is my dear friend and Jennifer and Greg are married. Okay. Well, sorry. I came, that's what happens when you come in late. Let that be a less, life lesson to everybody. Um, I thought, um, but anyway, um, what was it going to, oh, I'm really glad to hear that it's not just me that also, like, I'm not a big tomato fan, but I, like you, I also like ketchup and stuff like that. So I'm just really glad that I am no longer strange. So I, I just wanted to thank you very much for that. So, <laughs> Well, Herbie, we well, never Herbie, you're that. still strange. You're still strange. Hey, I'm other people are in a freaking call and oh, she's better uh, than your co-facilitator. Get her excuse, no, excuse me, um, but it is now 15 minutes till the top of the hour, Carrie. Okay, so great. So we we have so um, we'll finish up this recipe. We'll stay to the top of the hour to make this. But I would love to have more calls and um, or more raised hands if anybody has any questions. If not about the meatballs, it's just about other things that we've done. I think this is where the fresh parmesan at the very end would come in. Yes, fantastic. Yes, I also sprinkle. keep a can of uh, a jar of uh, grated parmesan craft. Well, my wife prefers, but any brand will do. Yeah. And I put that on top of the meatballs also because I, I love cheese. If, if I could put cheese on milkshakes, I would. Oh, <laughs> I just love cheese. Well, unfortunately, Courtney's side of the world doesn't like cheese. So she has to come visit us to get all the cheese. Oh, Alexa. Echo, stop. Well, I do hide it in things, so I can hide it. All right, so the echo went off on the timer. So now what what are we doing? That was one that she heard me and it said by accident. Oh. Yeah. So we've got (laughs) Joe and I was talking about the five minutes of natural pressure relief. Uh I heard her start the timer. But I didn't want to interrupt you while you were talking. Well, that would be a first for us, Greg. I know. (laughs) So as you guys could tell, Jennifer and Greg are very near and dear to my heart. Um you know, we, the three of us have a love for food. That is for sure. Um, Jennifer and Greg love to experiment and go out and try different foods. And to be honest, I'm kind of a third wheel. Once they go to a restaurant and try it, then I kind of go afterwards. So Friday night we went out and we went to an Italian place and we had, oh my goodness, guys, we tried a cake. Jennifer and Greg introduced me to a lemon cello cake. So if anybody has a recipe out there for a limoncello cake, I want to give it a shot because I could have eaten four or five pieces, but I was in front of these two and I didn't want to embarrass myself. Yeah, where's the leftovers? They're gone. (laughs) They are gone. All right. Limoncello is made with mascarpone cheese, if that tells anybody anything. No, there's no calories in this kitchen, Jennifer. (laughs) And then you use a raspberry sauce. You have the tart from the lemon, and you actually use limoncello from the liquor store, or I'm sure there's another um, substitute for that if you don't drink, but I don't know what that is. Um, We'll have to to play with that, because you and I both got to find that recipe. So if anybody has one out there, please send it to us, because I want to try it, and I want to start experimenting with it. 
All right, Desi, do we have any other hands? We do not at this time. Okay. Courtney, do you have any questions about all this going on tonight? I don't, but I have a few suggestions. Um, of course, if you just want to do the, the meatballs themselves, and um, of course, again, I, I don't own an Instapot, so I'm going to speak from an oven standpoint. When I make my meatballs, and there's so many ways you can do your meatballs um, once you get them made up. So some of the ones, uh, different recipes I've tried, I've used barbecue sauce. I've made my own barbecue sauce and poured over the meatballs and just cover the, the um, pan with foil and then cook them at 400 for about 45 minutes to an hour. It depends on if they're frozen or not. So I've done that. I have taken... Um, the brown gravy mix in the packets mm -hmm. and I'll take two packets, mix that up with about three cups of water and pour it over my meatballs and cook that over, you know, with the brown gravy. You can also do sweet and sour meatballs as well. And of course, then you can do the Italian like Greg has done tonight. You can go ahead and make up that sauce on the stovetop and then just pour it over those meatballs and shove mm -hmm. it in your oven. And so if you don't have access to an Instapot or you're like me, you just, eh, I'm just a little uneasy about the pressure cooking thing, you know, without having some help there for, you know, first couple of times. Um, so, you know, that's, that's something, some other ways you can cook those meatballs. And when I do the brown gravy over the meatballs, we usually um, just, you know, cook a big pot of rice and, spoon those over our rice and with the gravy and oh my goodness oh so yummy that is awesome now, Greg, now the machine was the machine was beeping, beeping at us now does that tell us of our natural pressurizing yes that says that it was done pressure cooking for the four minutes now we're going to do a five minute natural pressure release okay cool um you can that's what i was when i discussed that earlier i told the uh you know a-l-e-x-a yeah that's why the uh, timer went off so at the end of the uh, five minutes, that's when we'll reach back there and we'll relieve the pressure using the uh, wooden spoon. Okay. And like I said, the side of the pot will be warm, mm -hmm. but it will not burn you. Okay. So I can touch it now on the side. And yeah, I, can sure. feel, I can feel it's warm. It's almost mm -hmm. like a crock pot warm. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So that's not. So that's you can reach around with your left hand, keeping your thumb on the lid until you feel the uh, relief out. And then you just turn it towards you and it'll make the sound, which you're going to see here in about. Three and a half minutes. Oh, okay, that's cool. I'm sorry, so, so sorry to interrupt you on that, Courtney. Did you have some more? No, tips? that's all. No, that's all I had. Just, just some of the ways that I have cooked meatballs in the past that are, I think, are very yummy. You can definitely make this sauce on on the stove, obviously, because uh, you're not really cooking the sauce so much as just warming it up. Okay, getting so, it hot. Well, so that's what I was just thinking. So if I have a pot and I'm doing this, and I, I saute the onions and I add the garlic, mm -hmm. and then I add the beef broth once that's done, then I can probably add the tomatoes and maybe just bring it to a low boil just to break it down a little bit? Yeah, you want to break it down and, and give it a little stir to mix everything together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, then There's I, nothing actually cooking. You, you're warming up and heating in order to get the flavors to infuse together. Okay, so if I did it on the stove and I did it on the pot, if I put these meatballs like in a, a nine by 13, could I pour that sauce over it and then bake it? And then it would just really infuse it? 
Or would you do it afterwards? I would do it afterwards. You do it. I would bake the meatballs separately. Okay. And then I would maybe the last four or five minutes, Mm -hmm. pull the oven door open, pull it out, pour it in the pan, put it back in there. But I would tend to stay away because it has a tendency to burn if you're not careful. Okay. Especially and then put mozzarella. And then put mozzarella oh, cheese on. Oh, we could put a slice of mozzarella on every single meatball. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you mm. want meatball subs, you put some provolone on top and broil that cheese so it just melts. Jennifer, you're yeah. talking my love language, honey. I know, I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, Desi, are there any other hands out there? Not at this time. Okay. Well, this has been interesting. I've learned a lot about the Instapot. Thank you, Greg. Thank oh, you, Jennifer. Welcome. You're welcome. You know, as I say, I owe you guys so much, and I'm going to start crying if I go to oh. in this speech, you know, because you guys have done so much for me, and this really means a lot to me. You're really going to cry once you taste one of these meatballs. Well, I'm crying <laughs> because um, the, one of the first times you made them, you guys called me and asked me if I wanted them. I did answer the phone. I was busy with something else. And I, and never, I ate them all. And you ate them all, <laughs> and I haven't had one yet. <laughs> so... So this is my first time to have these meatballs. And when I heard you were taking the work on almost a weekly base, I was getting kind of jealous. Yeah, they're actually paying me to bring them in now. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. (laughs) You might get a second job after all. Or the health department's going to come out. Yeah, the health department's going to come out. All right. Well, um, Desi, uh, what was our time check on this right now? We have right now uh, seven minutes left. Okay, so we can finish this. Yeah, process. I would like people to hear the uh, the release of the steam. Absolutely. It, it will startle you the first time. And I'm, I'm like some of you, Instapot scared me mm-hmm. when I first used it. It literally, I was, I was afraid I was going to make a mistake and I was going to blow the lid and put my eye out. Burn down the house. But the new models, they have all the safety features built in. So, uh, I, Yeah, because I think we all had that traumatic experience like when grandma was pressure cooking stuff back in our old mm, days and yes. the lids hit the ceiling and yeah so now everything with all the safety features the only thing you really need to worry about is when you vent keep your hand away from the hole hand face yeah that's why I use a wooden spoon it's, mm. you're just turning it about a quarter inch counterclockwise and it will re- just opening a valve basically uh-huh. and, and the steam will shoot out and then it'll make its noise and let you know that it's done venting and safe to open the lid. Well, that's cool. You're going to find out here because we got eight seconds. We're going eight, to do it. Seconds Come on. We're going to blow. Okay. Okay. So okay. I want you to grab the spoon here. Okay. I got the spoon. I want you to take your left hand, put it on the side of the pot so you can feel it. Got it. Your left hand. Oh, 